Section 10 of the Natural History of Chocolate. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Thomas Bosk. The Natural History of Chocolate by D. De Quilus. Remarks upon some places of the treatise upon chocolate. Remark 1. The cocoa tree is the same as the palm tree so famous in the East Indies. Its fruit is called cocoa, and care should be taken that it not be confounded with cacao. I make this remark because I find that William Dampier very improperly calls cocoa's cacao nuts, and the tree that bears them a cacao. Remark 2. They have transported these great trees from St. Domingo to the Vent Islands, their leaves being almost round are firm and so smooth that one would think they had been varnished. Their fruit are sometimes as large as one's head, and their skins very thick. When that is taken off, the pulp is very near the color, smell, and taste of our apricots. In the middle, there are four stones as big as pullet's eggs, which are difficult to separate from the fruit. They are eaten with wine and sugar. They make also very good marmalade. Remark 3. The calabash tree is nigh as large as the apple tree. It supplies the natives and negroes with buckets, pots, bottles, dishes, plates, and several other household utensils. One cannot describe the shape nor bigness of the calabashes, since there are some of the size of a pear, and others as large as the greatest citrons, and besides, they are long, round, oval, and of all fashions. The fruit, which is green and smooth upon the tree, becomes gray as it dries. Within, it is full of a white pulp, of no use at all, which they take out through a hole. The shells they put to several surfaces. The bark is about one-fifth of an inch thick, but very hard and difficult to break. Remark 4. The papa tree is pretty uncommon as to its make. Its trunk is straight, but hollow and of so tender a wood that it is easily cut down with a hedging bill. It is about four yards high, without any branches, its leaves much like those of our fig trees, but twice as big, and are joined to the top by stalks of a foot and a half long, and hollow like a reed. They, being about thirty in number, grow at the top of the trunk all round about it. The lowest are ripest and largest. They are green, and of the bigness of one's fist. The pulp, which is but half an inch thick, is like that of a melon, but of a sweet, faintish taste, but it makes a pretty good confection, of a fine green color. There is another kind of papa tree, whose fruit is as large as a melon, and better tasted than the former. Remark 5. The banana is a sort of plant, whose root is a great round bulb, from whence proceeds a trunk, green and smooth, six feet high, as thick as one's thigh and without any leaf. On the top of it grow about twenty leaves, about a foot and a half broad, and about five feet long, but so tender that the wind tears them from the middle to the sides, into slangs like ribbons. From the center of these leaves grows a second trunk, more firm than the rest of the plant. Upon this grows a cluster of about forty or fifty bananas, sometimes more, sometimes less. A banana is a fruit as thick as one's arm, about a foot long, and a little crooked. 
they gather this cluster green and hang it up in the ceiling and as the bananas grow yellow or mellow they gather them when this cluster is taken away the plant withers or they cut it down at the root but for one trunk lost the root sends forth five or six more besides these bananas there is a fruit called banana figs but the plants that produce them are very little different the figs are much less than the bananas being but four or five inches long the fig is more delicious but the banana is thought to be more wholesome and the pulp more solid they roast them upon a gridiron or bake them in an oven they eat them with sugar and the juice of an orange the banana done in a stewpan in its own juice with sugar and a little cinnamon is excellent remark six manioc is a shrub very crooked and full of knots its wood is tender and brittle and the branches are easily broke off into slips there are several and different colors some more forward and fruitful than others commonly they are plucked up in a year or thereabouts and there is found at every one several plump roots without any sensible fibers more or less thick according to the kind and the goodness of the soil these roots are washed in a good deal of water to free them from the earth and after they are scraped with a knife like wild turnips they grate them that is to say they rub them hard with great copper graters which the french call grages just as they do quinces to get out the juice this grated manioc is put in the press in sacks made of coarse hemp or rushes to get out the superfluous moisture which is not only unwholesome but poisonous this thus pressed they take from the sacks and pass it through a coarse sieve called hibichet they afterwards bake it two several ways to make what they call cassave or meal of manioc in the first place when they would make the cassave they spread the sifted manioc upon a plate of iron over a clear fire which they tapping down with the ball of their hands make a broad cake about half an inch thick and two feet in diameter and when it is baked on one side they turn it on the other and if they would keep it any time they dry it in the sun in the second place when they would make what they call the meal they put the manioc grated pressed and sifted as before upon a great copper plate four feet in diameter with a brim five or six inches high and placed upon a brick furnace they stir it continually with a wooden spatula that it may not stick and be baked all alike this meal resembles bread grossly crumbled and may be kept a long while in a dry place the natives do not trouble themselves to make the meal they only eat cassave which they bake every day because when it is hot it is more agreeable and palatable if they leave the expressed juice of manioc to settle it lets fall a fecula to the bottom called musash which they afterwards dry in the sun it is as white as snow of which they make very good cakes called in those parts crackalins the laundresses use this facula instead of starch to starch their linen some inhabitants mix one-third of this with two-thirds of french meal and make bread that is very white and well tasted remark seven at first sight one would take a belize tree for a banana they are so like each other there is however this difference between them that the leaves of the belize tree are not so tender and apt to be tore for this reason they serve the natives for the tablecloths and napkins as well as the negroes 
and some of the planters that live in the woods. Sometimes they serve as umbrellas to shade them from the sun, or showers of rain that surprise them. The hunters have great assistance from this plant, for sometimes finding themselves pressed with thirst, in places at some distance from rivers or fountains, they give the trunk of the Belize a slash with a knife, and immediately hold their hat or a cup, which catches a clear, good, and cool water, even in the greatest heat. Remark 8. Pimento, called also Jamaica pepper, has been brought into France, where it grows, as in America, in pyramidal cods of three or four inches long. They are at first green, then yellow, afterwards red, and last of all black. They pickle them in vinegar, as they do capers and little cucumbers. There are in America several other kinds of pimentos, and especially one that is round, and as red as a cherry. This is the hottest of all. It sets the mouth all on fire, for which reason it is called the mad pimento. The natives eat nothing without pimento. It is their universal seasoning. It serves them instead of salt and all oriental spices. Remark 9. Achote is best known in France under the name Ruku, and is a sort of red which the dyers and painters make use of. It is the favorite color of the savages, which they are very careful of planting in their gardens, that they may paint their bodies every morning, which they call rukuing. Ruku is planted of a kernel much after the same manner as the cacao tree. The shrub that is most like it in Europe is the lilac, or the Arabian bean. Its leaves, of the shape of a heart, are longish, pointed, and placed alternately. Its blossoms grow in bunches at the end of the boughs. They are white, mixed with carnation, like the flowers of the wild rose tree. In the middle there is a tuft of yellow stamina, with red points. When these blossoms fall off, there appears tawny buds beset with fine prickles. These buds grow to be shells, which, when ripe, open on the other side, and discover within two rows of pippins, almost like little peas, covered with vermilion, which sticks to the fingers when touched, and leaves the pippins quite, when washed with warm water. The water being settled, they pour it off gently by degrees, they dry the color in the shade that fell to the bottom of the vessel, and this is the true ruku, without any mixture. The physicians in these parts prescribe it to cut and attenuate thick and tough humors, which cause difficulty of breathing, retention of urine, and all sorts of obstructions. Remark 10. Atola is a kind of gruel which they make with meal of maize, which is the same as our Indian corn, or turkey millet. The Mexicans season it with pimento, but the nuns and Spanish ladies, instead of pimento, use sugar, cinnamon, perfumed waters of amber, musk, etc. In these parts they make the same use of atola, as of the best rice in the leavens. Remark 11. One ought to choose the smallest cinnamon, the highest colored, and of the most biting taste, as well as sweet and spicy, because a great part is full of pieces, from whence they have drawn the essence, and has neither any color nor taste, but that of the wood. To help and amend both, there needs only a clove to be ground in the mortar, with an ounce of cinnamon. This spice is best that comes from the East Indies. It has nothing of acrid in it, and contains an oleous volatile, which agrees very well with that of chocolate. 
cinnamon also has always kept its place in all the compositions of chocolate. End of section 10